Warning, this podcast may contain bad language and content that some listeners may find offensive. Welcome, one and all, to Dice Heads, your one-stop podcast and media centre for all things dice and tabletop gaming. At Dice Heads, we aim to make everything accessible, so no matter who you are, everybody games without discrimination. So come join us and become part of the all-inclusive gaming revolution that is Dice Heads. Welcome, everyone, to this one-off bonus episode of Dungeon Daddy's Disciples, featuring all the disciples and the daddy himself, plus extra special guests that have worked behind the scenes to actually make this one-shot happen. So, what we're going to do in this episode is talk a little bit about the actual show itself, and I'm going to intersperse that with some of the off-cuts and outtakes that you didn't hear in the actual campaign that we cut for various reasons. And you'll know when they're coming up, because you'll hear the changes. I'll put a little change in there for you. You're all smart people. But for now, let's get straight to the wrap party, which includes a lot of pizza and a lot of fun. Welcome, everyone, to this exclusive one-shot, The Dungeon Daddy's Disciples. Kicking off the Dicehead Revolution, T and Cleaves of the Seesaw Podcast. Chad Michael Bowden of Hindsight is 20 slash 200. Andrew D.M. Richard from Night to the Brim. Over the course of the series, join Brago, MP, and Grog as they find themselves in an eerie seaside town with no way to get home. Do they have the strength to overcome the trials that the Dungeon Daddy has in store? Let the dice decide. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dice Heads. We have the Dice Heads with us, and we are here to debrief and chat about Dungeon Daddy's Disciples. We have Richard, the Dungeon Daddy himself. Say hello. Uh, say hello. Oh, uh, I'm the daddy, and these are my children, so uh, I'll make sure you behave. Still <laughs> creepy. Even I know. Even now, it's still not cool. God. Okay. Well, I could get worse. I'm your daddy. <laughs> All right. No, no, okay. That, oh, worth the time for that? Edit that out? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Swiftly moving on. We have Brago, Chad Michael, Bouton. That's right. Of the Dungeon Baby. That's the right. Dungeon Apparently, baby. I'm the Dungeon Baby of the group. What's going on, everybody? Hope everybody is well. And hopefully everybody has been enjoying the one shot. We also have Mary Poppins, <laughs> MP. Eric Cleves. Wow, full named me. Full name named him. Shamed me. Do you want me? To, I just dox you. I can just call you Cleves if you want, mate. I. It's fine. <laughs> everyone, everyone that's listening, I'm like, oh, MP stood for Mary Poppins. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> there was a thing I was going to do over the one shot when I found out his name, and I had a list of like initials which were like MP names, and I was going to originally just call him different things throughout all of it but in a one shot i don't think the joke would have landed well so i abandoned mm-hmm. it and that's not all we are also joined by kimberly kaiser who is doing the transcription for us and is going to be taking part in some future dice head stuff kimberly hello hey thanks thanks for having me yeah and thank it's you good so to, much uh... for the transcriptions kimberly you're the yes. best yeah oh i'm trying <laughs> <He's a bomb. laughs> Yes. What about you? 
Yeah, introducing Anthony Cat. Oh, you threw out my entire name there. Yeah, Anthony James Cat. Wow. As you can find on Facebook at this address. Please spam him as much as you can. Please don't. I don't even love to hear. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely not. So, yes, Grog is in the house. We're all here. It's a pizza party, wrap-up party. Drinks. Episode. Yeah, I hope everyone has a drink. Bonus episode. Oh, yes. What are you drinking, Rich? Because you normally go in with like, let, some crazy... How about we go around? Uh, yeah, if we go around, I think that's a good idea. Let's start with the way we introduced. Dungeon Daddy, what are you drinking today? The tears of my players mixed with uh, a little uh, liquor from Curacao, the official Curacao liquor, uh, mixing with a little Dr. Pepper and kind of a little bit of lime in it. So, wow, that's see how it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't drink very often because um, of health issues. So, you know, figured nah, I'll hit up one with y'all. Man, we feel special. That's well, privilege. you should, because you and I agree about the sandals, but yeah. the rest of these three, nah. <laughs> the pizzas have arrived. Pizza delivery. Pizza delivery. So what's the difference Yay. between liquor Thank you, corsel and blue corsel? Thank you, Um, The official liquor of Curacao, you cannot buy anywhere else except on Curacao because they could not get a patent for it because of the name of the country in it. Oh, um, okay. Blue ah. Curacao is an imitation. Okay, okay. Oh. I never knew that. That's why I was asking. I was interested. Um, I went to the distillery on my most recent cruise and mm-hmm. bought the bottle, which is really, really awesome because it's um, it's got the bumps of the oranges, like an orange peel on it. Uh, the stem is the length of the little limb that uh, the orange grows on. It has mm-hmm. leaves on the top of it. And it's very uh, textured. Oh, so and, you, can kind of, um, you can actually feel it and know what you're yeah. touching. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, it was $29, yeah. well worth it. I bought it just because I loved the bottle, mm-hmm. you know, and then got here and like, huh, I want a I I big old sip of this because I had taste tested it at the tour of the distillery. And oh, yeah, I'm definitely getting a bottle of that, you know, mm-hmm. and then kind of find out the bottle was just really, really awesome. Oh, it's amazing. I, I've got to pick some up. <laughs> I'm sure I can get some import in. CMB, what are you <laughs> drinking today? Uh, so I skipped the uh, the alcohol tonight because I had a little too much yesterday um, <laughs> and ro- woke up with a major uh, headache. So definitely uh, was yeah. avoiding that today. Um, oh. So instead I have uh, one of my favorite uh, just kind of like everyday drinks. It's, uh, it's a flavored water. Uh, it's mandarin orange flavor, and it's carbonated water, but it legit tastes like you're drinking an orange soda. Yes, it does. <laughs> and I absolutely love them. Kimberly, what are you chugging away with? Yeah, chugging is about right. Um, I'm having some, I think it's Cider Boys. I know there's two different types, um, so I'm just guessing. Can't remember the other kind, but it's hard cider, and it's cranberry flavored. I like Satter Boys. They have a good brand. They do. It's good. Mm-hmm. I like, uh, they have other flavors like peach and, mm-hmm. and I think like strawberry and I like apple. to get the variety pack that has like six different flavors in them. I think that's what I have. Nice. And I will 
clear out the circle. Me and Cleese are drinking the same things. We have, well, pretty much. We have Dead Man's Fingers Cornish White Rum. Um, it's a special edition. It comes in a kick-ass bottle, which is like uh, silver. They have a dark rum, which we also have, um, but we're not drinking that tonight. That's a gold bottle. And this one's like entirely silver, has a skull on it, and the skull is like white and red. Um, and it's like embossed dead man's fingers on it. That's um, an amazing name. Really oh. good rum. Like they do some really, really good rums. They do all different flavors. Yeah, we've got a banana downstairs. Uh, they do passion fruit, mango, mm-hmm. hemp, which was awful. Uh, that doesn't sound good, but I love a nice banana rum. The banana's really good, and we're trying to get through all of their, all of their flavors. So Cleves has Coke. And I've gone for lemonade because caffeine fucks me up in the evening. What's Coke Zero? Well, that's probably still caffeine. It's the caffeine. It's the yeah, caffeine. it's still got caffeine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? So you can't do any caffeine late in the evening? I'm trying to avoid it. It, it really uh, does mess with me. Um, I'm, I'm one of the people that I can literally have like an espresso like at 12 in the morning and still be fine. That's the same as Cleves. Yeah. <laughs> Cleves, <laughs> Cleves, <laughs> I was like, my guy. 10 at night, hot coffee. I was like, you're mental. He's like, oh, I'll still sleep. <laughs> like, okay, fine. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it doesn't keep me up. I just still fall asleep. That's, that's a nice warming soup and hot drink, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. I was like that in, as a teenager. I would drink Mountain Dew and like put it on the back of my bed and fall asleep like with half, <laughs> half a can. You know what? I do that. I have what well, I used to. I, I keep water by the side of the bed now, but I used to do a thing called bed Pepsi. Yeah. And I used to keep like a two litre bottle of Pepsi Max under my bed at all times. When I inevitably woke up in the night, pop the top, chug like half of it, and then just flop back to sleep. I still do that. What are you talking I about? Say, I think we're all, I'm still guilty of doing that every now and then having like a, a soda by the bedside and just like waking up and being like, shit, my mouth's dry. And- Open it up, guzzle it down, and go back to sleep. Yeah, it's, it's the way to live. Don't shame me, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's better than like a rat. Giant rat. Yeah, or a skeleton rat. <laughs> skeleton rat. Well, well, I made short work of that. Well, mm-hmm. I, don't have a, I don't have a boomerang, so I'm screwed. I mean, you've got to have a boomerang. Come on. I don't. They're hard to find here in the States. You know, it's not like Australia or England, you know? <laughs> Are we known for boomerangs? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, did, like, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, a Highlander or, or a, a Scots used, you know, a freaking boomerang. No, rocks. That's what they use. They throw yeah, rocks. just slingshots. Yeah. That's that's the, the Scottish people, traditionally. Rocks and big <laughs> sticks. So they weren't allowed to trade with weapons. Fun fact: When England persecuted the Scots, they were denied weaponry, and just to make sure they were strong and capable of fighting against the British, they trained with rocks and sticks and various things, and that became the Highland Games, which are still going today. Crazy. And like, um, ah, uh, Braveheart. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. God, yeah. Movie. The only bad thing with that movie is Mel Gibson's terrible accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. worse than Brad Pitt's in Snatch. That was also oh, bad. That's also was that bad. the one where he did a Spanish accent in Snatch? Brad Pitt was um he, Irish Gypsy. Irish. Oh, gypsy. okay. I know he did like a movie where he had to do a Spanish accent. I'm like, you're gonna get Brad Pitt of all people to fake being a Mexican. 
Hey, I mean, remember when Jack Black did it? <laughs> Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black, Jack Black, Jack Black, At cool. least his was fun. Yeah, true. <laughs> oh, cultural appropriation. When is it not inappropriate but funny? I know, you know, it's it's funny because like they recently did like a, a new Borat movie, and I had no idea they had released a new one. So people are talking about it when they're released. Like, oh man, that's a movie that could never be made again. Like they just made a sequel. I'm like, it's it's the 2020s. You can't make that movie anymore. <laughs> what are people thinking? Yeah, it's gonna get cancelled. Yeah, comedy is broken, but there yeah. we go. Right, gents, are we all good? It's over to Dungeon Daddy. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Big old D Dungeon. <laughs> I can't believe when we got off yesterday, I was like, I can't believe that became a thing. Dungeon Daddy. <laughs> I eventually had to just go with DD because I'm like, I can't keep saying daddy. I just <laughs> I, I can't do that to myself. Uh you will do what I say you will do. Groggy <laughs> uh. <laughs> sexy beast. Grog also wants to point out that in dwarven culture. Being fat is seen as a sexy beast attribute. <laughs> so. Hey, the word tank is a very is positive. It, it, it's a positive when it comes to this type of uh, combat. <laughs> it's a compliment. Yeah, a compliment. Yeah. There you go. I couldn't think of the word, but definitely being a tank is definitely a compliment. Well, this tank isn't rusty. <laughs> no matter how much it gets wet. Hey, <laughs> if you're in, in, in the Netherlands, then you can take as many as you want. I think anything goes in the Netherlands, from what I've heard. Case <laughs> has been many times. <clears throat> Pretty good, huh? It, it is quite good, yeah. I feel like you could commit crimes and not get in trouble in the Netherlands. I just, I, it just feels like anything goes in the Netherlands. But what I understand, the uh, the police over there will knock the shit out of you. If anything like the Greek police, yeah, yeah, yeah don't get in that. trouble, or they'll knock the shit out of you. Yeah, um, I want. As a sidebar, I once went on a holiday to Greece and we were warned not to get in trouble with the police. Mm, Greece yeah. police. And yeah, one of my cool. mates did and he had to spit out one of his teeth because he Ooh. was disordered with a police officer who just backhanded him. Oh my God. And he spat yeah. out too. Yeah. You, you they don't play you. around in foreign countries, that's for sure. The Bahamas yeah. are pretty rough too. Yeah. Oh, oh man, the Bahamas, yeah, for sure. Okay, so we've done drinks, but this isn't just a, a drinky drinky party. We also are doing pizza today. And I think I don't know if the mic is picking this up, but Cleves is a hungry boy and he's gone right for his face. I, I haven't eaten in a while, man. Yeah, I guess I know you have Cleves then. What Cleves, what are you eating? Okay. Um, we, 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 we've got Domino's just literally okay. literally delivered by Domino's and then delivered up to the attic where we record uh, by. T's wife, which is good of her. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's. Okay. We'll start with you of what you got on your pizza first, Cleves. Um, um, I'll let you finish that bite right, first. Right. <laughs> Meat, basically. Um, Meat. Like pepperoni, chorizo, ham, maybe. I think ham's on there. Jalapenos and green and red peppers. Domino's classic. Okay. And I will, because I got it from Domino's as well, um, I went for. Chicken, basically, chicken and tandoori chicken. Um, which I'm not sure if you, I'm not sure if you get tandoori chicken in Domino's uh, stateside. So that's what I've gone for. Tandoori that's chicken. That's a great slide, by the way, because they do that a lot on YouTube. Is where they uh, talk about like 
the differences between like Japan versus the U.S., like McDonald's yeah. and all that stuff. Because there's so many different flavors and toppings that you can get just depending on where you're living. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I went for. Cleves just went for his, like, every, like, two of every animal. He went for his Noah's Ark. Um, and I was like, oh, what what would be interesting on a pizza, which you won't get stateside? And I went, oh, tenderly chicken. <laughs> every <nice."> animal. I love it. <laughs> I mean, you haven't got chicken, so but mm. I think I made up for that with my copious amounts of chicken. There's loads. So let's go to Kimberly next. What have you got? I love Domino's, but today I got Papa John's, and I love stuffed crust. Yes. So I went with them, and I got stuffed crust because I am stuffed with all sorts of information as far as, like, I keep private things private with friends and stuff. I don't gossip about things that aren't necessary. And then I got mushrooms because I like mushrooms, (laughs) and... That it's, I like being a little different, whereas I don't like going with the crowd. I, I'm more of a, eh, I want to do what I want. So that's my reasons. No, I like hearing reasons for picking. I was just like, I'm going <laughs> to. Well, and I like it. So I was trying to think of reasons throughout the week to incorporate. Hmm. Well, I wish I'd done that also. <laughs> it's a good thing you didn't have a shitty weekend or a shitty week then. That'd, that'd be a crappy pizza. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, CMB, what have you got? So um, I did a local restaurant here that I've been wanting to try for a while. Um, the reason being is because both my sister and father are gluten intolerant and they do their own gluten-free crust. So it's called Five Star Pizza. Um and they have a lot of cool options, but the one that I really wanted to try was their Philly cheesesteak pizza. So it is a pizza that, of course, has Philly steak, of course, lots and lots of cheese, and hot green peppers. And um, because we were told, like, you know, get a pizza that kind of represents you, um, you know, I'm cheesy myself, like the cheese. Uh, <laughs> Wait, was this in the I'm, I'm thick like steak, um, both literally and figuratively in terms of you can try and cut me down, but you won't. And also sometimes a lot of things go up my head because I'm so thick-headed. And then the green peppers, hot peppers, uh, you know, I can be a little spicy, have some hot takes. So I thought the Philly cheesesteak was a perfect pizza for me. I would have also accepted, I'm just hot, baby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm I'm the dungeon baby. Okay, done very well. Let's move to the dungeon, Daddy. Richard, what are you? Uh, what are you slicing today? I'm slicing nothing. I'm going retro pizza <laughs> because I love retro stuff, and I bought some bagel bites. Oh nice. my god, I haven't had those in ever. <laughs> I haven't either, <laughs> but came across them. I was watching a movie. I was like, "That's what I'm gonna do." So I bought a box of them and cooked them in my new age air fryer that's very accessible and that's what i'm having i ate those all the time when i was a kid i mean bagel bites were a constant in our household exactly for, for me too and it's the uh pepperoni and meat oh, uh, bagel bites so yeah i thought I even know that fits me perfectly you don't know what bagel bites are no we don't have them here oh my god you're missing out y'all need to move to the united states now <laughs> 
Uh, um, it's like a mini bagel cut in half, and you build a pizza on it. Yeah. It's that simple. It's literally just I think yeah. it was like little baby bagels, mm-hmm. and then they literally put like the sauce, the cheese, the toppings, and then they kind of cook them. Of course, freeze them, and then usually you can do them in a microwave, uh, a microwave oven. But the yeah. air fryer sounds like a great way to do it, actually. It is. I have it cooked up to um, my smart device and just tell it to cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way oh. to describe them, though, is do y'all have little uh, powdery sugar donuts over there? Yeah, not yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, they've got Krispy Kreme now. No, the, these have to be little powdery donuts. They're slightly like the little ba- bigger. The, the little baby ones you get like, yeah. like, oh, uh, like a little donut uh, hole kind station. of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're about that size. I love them. I used to eat them as a kid, which is why I'm having to do all the exercising now. So <laughs> it, it fit me perfectly whenever I came across them in the uh, grocery store. And they're so tiny. So you like you literally like pile a big thing of them up on a plate, usually nuke them in the microwave, pop them in your mouth right after you're done, burn the shit out of your mouth. Yep. And still have a lot of fun eating the bagel bites. Yes. Uh, well, tuck in guys. Um, this is a pizza party after all. So if there's chewing in the background, people can just think of that as some <laughs> yeah. ASMR goodness for, it's for a, their it's ear holes. My pizza now, you're gonna like it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that was Angie's the line apparently. gonna come later, just FYI. Yeah. Um. So Cleve, at the top, I just noticed here, um, you can click your HP down. All right, because he's minus three now. Yeah. Um, so at the top, it says hit points. There it says like, your maximum and what you have. Uh, alongside all your stats, it should be to the right of that. What's your health look like? Oh, damage. Oh, yeah, I need to get rid of this uh, little crappy sidebar thing. Uh, click on it, press escape. Ah, touche. Good work. All right, hit points. I like fucking Linda from Boss Burgers. All right. <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I do like that show, but King I do Hill too. So much better. I love King of the Hill. Oh, did you hear that? Um, they're in talks to rebooting it. They're going to revive it. Kind of want them to, but I kind of don't because of yeah. I know. Society. I'm. I'm just, I, I know, but um, you know, both Mike Judge and Greg Daniels um are working at a, like a new studio. They um found it on their own, so like they just released the newest Beavis and Butthead movie. Uh, but they're in talks to reviving King of the Hill to at least finish it and give it a proper conclusion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking to, to you right now, Rich, because they're busy. But you know what I loved about um, King of the Hill and what I love about Bob's Burgers is like it doesn't have to be over the top crude or violent like um, Family Guy and The Simpsons has un- unfortunately gotten to this point. Um, it's like it's like they can be like do less crude humor and be way more funnier than what they're doing currently on like family guy and simpsons nowadays it's just like it's almost like a better form of comedy that they have in terms of the writing what i like about king of the hills it's actually to me like a realistic cartoon yeah yeah absolutely and i have a friend unfortunately he recently you know lost his wife Mm -hmm. but is talks exactly like Boomhauer. <laughs> <laughs>
You know I mean, what I was that, doing? I didn't even know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. He literally <laughs> talks just like that. And it doesn't help because he doesn't have any teeth. But it's like <laughs> even worse. I mean, I can understand him because I've known him my whole life. You know, I, I, my favorite character is hands down Dale Gribble. I mean, he 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 is what I love about that show so much. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just like them all. Peggy yeah. gets on my nerves though. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, she, but she's written that way to be honest. But you know, they're not going to be able to have the original Luann anymore, right? Yeah, Ruby Murphy died. Yeah. Uh, but midpoint checking since um you know we took the little break here. Everybody still having a good time? Yes, yes sir. Yeah. Uh, one of our teammates got ki- almost killed by a fart. So I mean, that's that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's pretty, pretty eventful. How many points you have? Thirty. Thirty. Did you had thirty three? Yeah, I had thirty three originally. Ooh. Why? <laughs> Just saying. Well, we don't know what come up against. Huh, I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, oh, don't worry. I'll talk what? you into fighting whatever's coming up. <laughs> I'm to say, how, how much do you got, Grog? Fifty-five. Can't See, you it. are the t- you are the tank because yeah. I got forty. I got forty-four. And now, magic motherfuckers, <laughs> magic Grog. I, I love my flower effects table, which is <laughs> what I call so it. good. Yes, that's so cool. I, like, yeah. I, like, do all DMs have something like that? I don't know. I do. I like them. Yeah. I'll throw. I'm very um, devious. Uh-huh. I'll throw. Uh, in D and D, there's a deck of many things. Uh-huh. That's cool. I mean, that's cool. Don't get me uh-huh. wrong. Well, uh-huh. because it's hard for blind people to use decks unless you have the braille deck. Right. I made a dice of many things that they found and began rolling. You know. Um, I mean, and I put a lot of good stuff on there. I put a lot of bad stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for one of them, they rolled and hit the number, instant character death. Boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I'm glad and, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not there's not one of those on the uh, flower effect tables that I remember. Yeah. Um, but there was also another one that um, brought up an avatar death, which, you know, has, it has an AC of 20. But only ten health points. Mm-hmm. So it pulled up one. He began attacking. Um, it was Ahmet was the character's name, and the others went to help him. Well, the thing with the Avatar of Death is, if somebody else attacks, like say I brought one for T, and uh. Cleves attacked it, then Cleves would get his own Avatar of Death. Mm-hmm. And if you help, <laughs> you would get your own Avatar of Hell of, right. of Death. You know, so if you go to help, they multiply. Right. <laughs> nice. uh, it, it's, it's very, I mean, it's very awesome. And of course, I mean, they was all about rolling it when it was getting all the good stuff. Oh, yeah, you got 5,000 gold. Awesome. Oh, yeah, I got this. I got this. Oh, and no, you don't. You just died. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the way I play in my campaigns, I absolutely hate the death saving throws. So, I mean, please, if you get shot in the head, what happens? You die. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, but in D&D, you get shot in the head, you drop down to zero hit point. Oh, I can roll to make sure I don't die. Fuck no. <laughs> I mean, if you drop to zero, you're dead. Yeah. I mean, that's just one of the quirks I can't stand about it. I mean, among others. So I've told my players in, in the campaigns that I run, 
Well, if you get the zero, you're dead. They, some of them thought I was kidding. Now to roll a new character. I wouldn't do that for y'all since it's a one shot. But yeah, yeah. Anyway. I mean, like the um, heck, the the you know critical role. I remember, you know, very first campaign. One of the main characters dies really early on in the campaign, and it had mm-hmm. to create a new character. But uh, and then they did like a whole like one shot special, basically like going to like retrieve his soul to revive him. But uh, you know, it's just like, like just think of, like for something like as big because like they're like the number one earning Twitch streamer sites. Like so, they make more money than anyone on Twitch in terms of donations, and like even they will be like, um, yeah, roll a new character. Your guy's dead. Uh, that's completely yeah. fair, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's, the I mean, that's just that's just the way I feel. Yeah, mm. all other people are totally against me, and uh, that's fine. Fuck you, then. <laughs> um, and that's why I tell anybody who disagrees with me. Okay, well, fuck you, then. Don't care. The dice takes the dice, giveth the dungeon daddy those sides. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's bring it to. The one shot, let's bring it to Dungeon Daddy's Disciples, shall we? So I know, Kimberly, you, you haven't heard all the episodes yet. Oh, that's well, fine. I will eventually. I thought I only have a little under 10 minutes left in the third one. Um, so, I mean, I knew there'd be spoiler alerts. So you guys mention what you want. I'll get to them eventually. Fair. That, that's absolutely fair. Um. What have you, is there anything you've enjoyed particularly at the uh, so far? Oh, I'm a nerd and I took notes. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you come prepared. Where is... I love that. Uh, my preparation uh, for my wife being a teacher. Mm. I have to disagree. Um, you're getting along the lines of the geek. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted to mention everything. So I appreciated... Um, <laughs> I kind of had to laugh because MP, I'll, I'll say your characters, MP, when you mentioned putting the stake in the, in the door to keep away the, the, um, um, skeletons, you're like, you kind of had to like fumble for your words. Cause I think you were thinking about how it would come across. Cause you're like my stake, my many stakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. That was funny. Um, T, you in the bony bar. <laughs> I'm always in the bony bar. <laughs> um, um, Richard wanting to be called Dungeon Daddy. That's, that's nice. <laughs> um, I love how Grog was in the third person. That That was pretty funny. I'm um, channeling my best Dwayne Johnson, like early <laughs> Dwayne Johnson on that. <laughs> I think it gets referenced later on. I, I think it might have been in the second part that we recorded. I'm just like, are you going to do that the entire thing? Yeah, I noticed. And then in the second episode, you didn't for a while. And I was like, but I want him to do the third person. And then you morphed into it. So that was nice. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Grog and his boomerang. That boomerang! Was, <laughs> that was classic. I don't even know why um, I did that, to be fair. It, it was just one of those, I have a long-range item. Why don't I just take one step back and point blanket <laughs> to the face? Like that? I don't even know why I did it. It's just like, okay. 
that was that's... the only time it really worked. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think it worked <laughs> properly the rest of the campaign. Uh, and, and that comes, you know, I should have made you like roll with disadvantage to use it because it is a long range weapon. But see, I think it's cool. So yeah, go with it. You know, <laughs> ha- have fun. See, that, that's what I really appreciated in the whole campaign. It's like the flexibility of you, Rich, especially as like being yeah, like dungeon master. Like, uh, uh, what? Dungeon <laughs> daddy. Dungeon daddy. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I. I, I've since listened to a few other sort of podcasts to sort of get the idea of what other people do. And there's some people who are so tight laced and very much, no, you can't do that. It's like, yeah. well, it's not fun. Don't start saying, because I come from a fitness background anyway. And like, you never say anything, like, even when someone's like, I want to lose 500 pounds in a month, it's like, you never say don't or you can't. Like, you, you avoid the negative. Like, you have to yeah. keep positivity by being constructive. And that's what I've really liked with your approach in general, because it was very much, okay, yeah, you can do that. Or if you're going to do that, this is what you're going to have to do and just know that that's the parameters for this. You never said no to anything. And I I know I didn't make it easy, like the the (laughs) bottle of dregs, and that has unforeseen circumstances um, down the line. It basically killed me. I mean, he didn't make it any easier because he made him eat the freaking mushrooms. I I told y'all whenever we started, you know, not to like cut Kimberly off, but my number one rule is for y'all to have fun. You know, I'm not a rules Nazi, which is what I call them. I'm not a rules lawyer. I may have fun. If you're not, then I need to do something so that you are having fun. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, and that that did come across. I like that Brago got me out of quite a lot of scrapes. I feel like I would get myself into these things, but really, I had actual no strength or power to deal with them. I mean, you mainly were... the skeletons later on. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, if if we're talking about like someone who was unlucky with the roles, I don't know why you're you're clinging to Brago because if I remember, Chad. You missed a lot of swings at enemies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when y'all were going down that hallway. <laughs> no, no, that was the funny thing is Cleves, um, he built his character very much with evasiveness, um, sneak and stealth. So he had a lot of pluses on his. So, you know, that was what was funny about that part of the one shot is here Cleves is literally sneaking past every single encounter. And I'm literally having to fight every every single one because <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm literally getting shit roll after shit roll. Uh, Talking talk of the shit rolls, the first roll, a four. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just Richard, your reaction, just like a four, just a single digit. Yeah, you were like, really? <laughs> you just kept repeating it, like a four. Are you are you sure? <laughs> Now, let me tell you a little DM secret there. Do you know why I kept repeating that? Um, because... I think you Go ahead, described me. I think you described it to me, but tell the listeners. The reason I kept saying a four is, you know, one, it's a little comedic effect, but it was giving me time to think of what I could do because you did feel it 
so horribly. <laughs> it's like, no, you're not just going to get sick. Something bad is going to happen. You know? Oh, oh yeah, it did. But, and that's just a little, you know, DM behind the, the curtain kind of secret there is whenever you need time to think of something, you know, especially when something like that happens, repeat it and that like you really don't hear them or, you know, you can't believe it was really that crappy of a role, which it was, but, it was. you know, it gave me time to think of something. Just and a little stalling Wisdoms, Like the wisdoms in the, the third one, um, there was like a Cleve's got a five. Um, Chad got a four. And, um, and Grog got like a two. And it was like, you guys are terrible roles. I had to laugh at that. So bad. And, and, it, and it happens. There was a session that I played in one time. I, I never once rolled above a 10. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh no. With modifiers, I never got above a 10. Yeah, never. I think that's the thing that people don't also realize is like sometimes when we say we got a five, that was with pluses. So it was even a worse <laughs> roll if not yeah. with pluses. Yeah. I uh, love how Frog agreed to anything if you bribed him with a drink. Of course. Yeah. I was also convinced a lot by Cleves. <laughs> yes. It was especially like in. I, I can't. I can't remember whether it's episode, episode four or I five. think it was four. Is it it four, was the mushroom episode. Can I I'm eat a mushroom? <laughs> yeah. Can I eat a mushroom? And then well, like, that ended up turning up really well for you. It did, but it could have gone very poorly, and it was very yeah. much. I'm gonna try one of these, and Cleese was like, "No, no, no, eat five. <laughs> I mean, you got wings to fly. You got thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, um, the only bad thing was that you kept playing hide and seek with us. Oh, oh. <laughs> see, I thought that was just utterly hilarious, you know. And oh I, it was a table that I had created for a character of mine who was addicted to eating mushrooms and flowers and whatever else he could find. And I thought, you know, I'm definitely keeping this because this is going to come in handy, you know. And I have used it so many times that, I mean, it's just hilarious because of all the different things on there, you know, and it's all fun and good. And until you roll that one number means death, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you were quite kind to us on this first one though, because do you normally, if a character dies, that's it. It's normally dead and gone, isn't it? But you did do me the, the honor of allowing me the, the death saving rolls. Yeah, um, if it's my group or, uh, you know, it's a campaign that I'm running, and I even do it with my own personal characters, if, if you get the zero hit points, you're dead. Mm-hmm. You know, because what happens if y'all have zero blood pressure? Well, I only had about five points after Grog's disgusting fart. <laughs> who <laughs> so much thought, poison damage, it was ridiculous. Well, well who would have thought that from the very beginning of the, of the one shot, when he gets that terrible gas from that first terrible roll, it would end up being your downfall. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, it's little things like that that, that you keep track of, or at least I do. You know, I'm, I'm not sure about other DMs, but it, it's the way I like to run. Thank you for listening to Dungeon Daddy's Disciples. 
Music used during the one-shot Dungeon Daddy's Disciples provided by Michael Gelfie of Michael Gelfie Studios. Transcription was provided by Kimberly Kaiser. Links are in the show notes. You can find the Hindsight Disciples over on Twitter at 2200Hindsight and on Anchor. You can find your Seesaw Disciples on Twitter at SeesawPod or find them at www.seesawpodcast.com. And you can find their dungeon dad, Richard, at Braille Knights on Twitter and www.knightsbraille.com. Be sure to check out Everyone Games at www.everyone-games.com because everybody deserves to get Tune in next week for where we give this one shot the send-off it truly deserves. The DD and his disciples will see you there. And that is the end of this week's episode. As the outro said, we will conclude the pizza wrap party next week because I like to keep things at around about a consistent timing, so this worked at about 40 minutes. So make sure you're here with us next week where the Dungeon Daddy and his disciples give the final send-off to this one-shot. Thank you for listening to this Diceheads production. At Diceheads, we're constantly on the lookout for new content creators from the world of tabletop gaming. So if you want to work with the Diceheads team, or even have your own content that you'd like Diceheads to host, then simply drop us a message. You can find us on Twitter at The Diceheads, by email at thediceheads at gmail.com, or on our website, thediceheads.com. All comments and feedback are greatly appreciated. And so until next time, keep rolling.